Fashion icon Coco Chanel once said, beauty begins the moment you decide to be yourself. On today's case, Ms. Pinkins decided to be her true self when she successfully dropped 100 pounds. Unfortunately for her, she says her fiance, Mr. Anderson, hasn't been as willing to share in her triumph as she had hoped. Instead of supporting his bride-to-be, she says Mr. Anderson has become jealous and possessive. Now Ms. Pinkins says Mr. Anderson's behavior has her weighing her options. And if he can't lose the attitude, her weight might not be the only thing she's dropping from her life. Let's hear their case. Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Starr presiding. Your Honor, this is the case of Pinkins versus Anderson. Thank you very much. Ms. Pinkins, you say your relationship took a turn for the worse after your gastric bypass surgery. You say your fiancé has become jealous, insecure, and controlling, and if he doesn't change his behavior, your engagement will be called off. Yes, Your Honor. Mr. Anderson, you say Ms. Pinkins' attitude has drastically changed, and so has the dynamic of your relationship. Yes, Your Honor. Ms. Pinkins, tell us why we're in court today. Um, I'm in court today because I lost a lot of weight and my fiancé hasn't been as supportive as I would like him to be. And I'm hoping that he's able to change his jealous ways so that the dream wedding that I plan to have in the summer of 23 can come into reality. And let me just ask, Ms. Pinkins, how much weight have you actually lost? Um, I've actually lost 106 pounds since Fantastic. July the 22nd Congratulations. Thank you so how much. How do you feel? I feel wonderful. Um, I feel more energized, and I feel healthy. And that's the big word, you yes, know, is being healthy. So congratulations. Thank you so much. Your on Honor. your weight loss journey. And Mr. Anderson, you hear what Ms. Pinkins said. What's the problem going on in your relationship? The problem going on in the relationship is the lack of communication. I didn't even know anything about the weight loss surgery until that it was time for her to do it. And it was kind of shocking to me because I loved her who she was a bit first. So, in other words, Miss Pinkins, as a heavier weight, I had a different personality than she has now? I guess to her, her body wasn't fit for her. Why don't you just take me back for just a little bit? How did you all meet? We met about seven years ago. My sister was kind of his best friend, and from there we had a conversation and it just took off. Okay, so listen, it all sounds like you were putting it in place together. Yeah. Um, Mr. Anderson, when you saw Miss Pinkins, what made you fall in love with her? She was just she was just different, you know? She is very outspoken and she was a great listener. Mm -hmm as soon as our relationship kicked off. It's like she was always there, making sure that I was okay in all situations around the board and, you know, through the weight loss surgery, it's not there no more. And wow, it sounds like it was a really good match initially. So I'm gonna ask Ms. Pinkins, how much did you weigh at your height? The highest I weighed was like 267 pounds. Well, you, you know that I went through a similar weight loss journey. My highest weight was 307 pounds. At least wow. that's what I can say for certain. Well, you look beautiful. You look great. Thank you well. so very much. But like you, I feel healthy. Yes. That's the big important thing. So I'm just thinking to myself, clearly that was not a healthy weight for no. you. What made you make the decision to get um, weight loss surgery? Um, I went to my doctor and he told me that I had an irregular heartbeat. Um, my heart, it wasn't moving or pumping as fast as it should. Um, wow, are you my sister? I think you have a whole lot of the same exact situations. <laughs> 
And um, he told me that it wasn't good. Uh, maybe I need to start exercising more. And I did all of those things he told me to do. But through the EKGs, it showed that my heart still wasn't pumping and working properly as it should. And I'm assuming the doctors made a recommendation that if you don't jumpstart your weight loss journey, then yes. you were in um, danger of heart disease. Yes, most definitely, Judge. That seems like an important thing to share with somebody that you love. Yeah. Tell me why you didn't share it with Mr. Um, Anderson. Because this is something that I had already been going through for quite some time before I even met Mr. Anderson. Like I said, this was a long um, journey for me, having so much weight on me probably could have been the wrong choice to make not telling him, but this was something that I needed to do for myself, and I didn't want anyone's opinion on whether I should do it or not because it didn't matter to me at the time. Mr. Anderson, um, I think it's fair to say that I understand Ms. Pinkins' journey probably better than most, and one of the things that the doctors recommend is that you figure out for yourself why you gain the weight so that when you actually lose weight, mm -hmm. you're losing the weight in your head as well as in your body. Yes. So that you get rid of whatever the problem was. Can you understand why Ms. Pinkins may have needed some time to figure it out for herself before she could share it with you? I didn't feel like that the weight loss was that necessary or that serious. Well, obviously, at 260-some-odd pounds at 5'5", I'm assuming, because you love this woman, you want her to do whatever is necessary for her health, correct? Yes, ma'am, but that's who I fell in love with at first, Your Honor. Say what you mean. Say exactly what you mean. <laughs> Say what you mean. She wasn't... She wasn't this thin, Your Honor, you know? So you like a big girl. Is that what you're trying to tell Not me? Not a big girl, but I like my woman to have some type of extra cushion on her. Okay, now, I would like Miss Pinkins to walk a little bit out. And let me say, first of all, you fly as can be. Thank that's you, number Your one. Honor. But number two... You're not skinny mini. No, I'm not. Okay? But you don't look at that photo of that beautiful. Oh, I think she's gorgeous there, but then again, I think beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Yes. But what I only have one real question. Is your heart better, Miss Pinkins? My heart is much better, Your Honor. Go take your steps Thank spot you, over Your there. Honor. That's the only thing that matters to me. Because I can tell you that a few years after my weight loss surgery, I did get diagnosed with heart disease. Wow. And I had to have open-heart surgery. Wow. I'm talking a real kind where they crack your chest and disconnect your heart. Hmm. And there's no way in the world a 307-pound woman would have survived that open-heart surgery. Right. It's because I made the decision to get weight loss surgery and take control of my heart almost a decade before that I survived and that I'm here now. I can't imagine if you've got somebody that cares that much about her health that she would take on this journey that you would think that that was not something good. But we could have did a different alternative, like working out, walking, different type of exercises, instead of, you know, just jumping right to the gun and just doing surgery. He even controls my eating habits. It's to the point, if we go out to a restaurant or somewhere, Excuse me, I'm not getting side-eyed. Um, why are you not eating? I'm like, because I'm full, you know. Who wants to go to a five-star restaurant where your bill for each individual is going to be like $200 a piece, and you just go in there and just cut one piece of meat and take a sip, and you're full? And is that really what is bothering you? Why don't you tell me what's really bothering you? Because I can't imagine you don't want her to be healthy. Right. No, it's not that. It was just... It's the communication. It's like 
she have more communication with her friends and other people about everything that's going on with her instead of me. All right, now I get it. Now we're getting to it. Tell me, Ms. Pinkins, why is Mr. Anderson concerned that there's a lack of communications between you all now? Um, I was a big girl growing up. You know what I mean? Um, the self-confidence that I have now, I'm not letting no one destroy it. Um, coming up, having to go into the women's section at age 12 years old, that didn't feel good. Coming up and seeing all of the girls on the majorette and cheerleader squad being able to wear certain outfits, and they put the more healthier girls in different outfits, that didn't feel good. No, you good. mean the bigger, the bigger girls. I'm the bigger girls, I'm sorry. Right, exactly. And that's one of the things that we're taught as you go on a weight loss journey, go ahead and take responsibility for your own... Yes. ...who you were. Yes. That was not the healthier girls. No, it wasn't, okay. but that's what we were told to call exactly. ourselves. Exactly. It that's was what plus size, like. it was healthy... Yes. ...it was full-figured, but when the doctors tell you it's actually called obese and yes. overweight... Yes. ...that's what gets you scared. Morbid obese at that. And morbidly obese. Yes. Did you all ever have conversations about this? We had a couple conversations, but... Even if it's not for me, you know, but I still l listen in to you and give my opinion about it. And I'll turn to Ms. Pickens and ask that question. Um, because he's so judgmental. Every time he criticized me, it's, um, well, you've lost too much weight. Um, you don't eat this, you don't eat that. I mean, he even controls my eating habits. It's to the point, if we uh, go out to a restaurant or somewhere because he's paid for it out of his pocket, excuse me, I'm, I'm getting side-eyed. Um, why are you not eating? I'm like, because I'm full, you know? And I try to tell him that, and I try to tell him in the restaurant that, and he got loud to the point where I had to walk out the restaurant restaurant because I was embarrassed. Mr. Anderson, you wanted to say something and I, I really want to hear what you have to say to this. Who wants to go to a five-star restaurant where your bill for each individual is going to be like $200 a piece and you just go in there and just cut one piece of meat and take a sip and you're full? Okay, but Mr. Anderson, when you are making a determination of where you're going to go on a romantic, wonderful date, do you all have a conversation about where you're going to go? No, ma'am, we just go. Okay, so let me just give you a for instance. I can't really have complex carbohydrates right now. All of the Italian restaurants, I can't go to those kinds of restaurants. So I can tell you right now, my husband, whenever he takes me out, he never takes me to one of those restaurants because he knows <laughs> that the best thing for me is to go to a place where I can get some Mediterranean food. And it could be five-star, but I'm going to eat fish and vegetables because that's a little healthier for me. But he knows that because I've told him that I, I've changed my eating habits. Do you see what I'm saying? But I have a passion with cooking as well. Ah, that's one of the things you do well. <laughs> yeah. Yes, ma'am. Okay. And then when I cook meals, it's, it's like she nitpicking off it. And, well, I'm from down south, and, you know... Same we, here. I'm a southern girl. We love barbecue and stuff like that, and she don't even eat none of that. So it's like her switching her lifestyle to where I have to switch my lifestyle and eating habits so it can fit the both of us. All of the food that you like, and, and, and we know that some good Southern cooking, fried chicken, some yes, macaroni and cheese, you got to get you some greens. Yes, you got to... Collard greens. Right. Yeah. All of that stuff. <laughs> I, I love chopped barbecue. Those things can be eaten in moderation, but that can't be the way you eat every day. He's becoming but a little obsessive. One day, um, my friend girl, she had a party, and we hear a knock at the door. I seen that the location was at a hotel. You could have had girls at our home. Who made you in charge of planning girls' night out? 
If you'd like your case to be heard on Divorce Court, call us toll-free at 1-877-311-2222 or log on to our website at divorcecourt.com. Missed a show? Watch full episodes on our streaming platforms and follow us on social media for exclusive content. I don't mean to cut you off, but I'm losing the person that I fell in love with. Um, actually, it's interesting that you say that because um, this may be the person who she actually was all that time, yes. and the weight was camouflaging it. Yes. As I sit here and I listen to her, she clearly is on this journey that is taking her to a place where she's happier. Yes. Um, she's explaining what she's doing for her own health, and... There's absolutely nothing that you're ever going to be able to do to stop that train from going down the track. I know that this has manifested itself in problems in your intimacy and in just your everyday relationship. You say that your boyfriend has been sort of spying on you. Yes, Your Honor. Um, it's it's becoming, like, since I've lost this weight, he's becoming, you know, I wouldn't want to say crazy, but a little obsessive. One day, um, my friend girl, she had a party. And I didn't tell him where it was because I didn't feel like I needed to. I told him I was going out. My friend was having a party. So, Your Honor, can you believe that as we're in here partying, wine, relaxing and everything, we hear a knock at the door? And my friend says, who is this? And she comes in and says, hey, somebody's boyfriend or husband is outside. Your Honor, I was so embarrassed when I tell you... It was what? It was. It sounds like a girl's night out. It was a girl's night out at a hotel. Well, a she night... didn't disclose where she was going. No, no, Your Honor. I told him I was going with the girls, so I figured that that would be enough. I didn't have to tell you my exact location. And I tell you, he came no. in there, came up with this whole story about why he was there and everything, and I'm like, wow. Your Honor, we I share just... locations up on our phone. Yeah. So when I looked up on our phone, I seen that the location was at a hotel. But he, he could have called me at least. But if you having girls night out, Your Honor, you gonna go to a club? Not or... necessarily. As you don't want to be bothered by men making other people husbands and boyfriends jealous. jealous. It's much better to be all girls up in there partying, playing spades. Yes. Um, talking mess. You could have had girls night at our home. Who made you in charge of planning girls night out? But it's the same world when I have guys night out. Where do you go? To the strip club? No. Where do you go for boys' to night? To my partners in them house and we just play video games. Because that's how you do boys' night out. Right. My girls' night out, we like to go to the restaurant, okay? Yes. Let's just cut to the chase. Mr. Anderson was worried you was up at a hotel hitting it with another man. Exactly. That's what you were he should have known oh. better. Yeah, you were. You know what? You gotta tell the truth to shame the devil. Please. The truth is the truth. That's really what it was. No, I thought she was going to a club. That's what I thought. But, but no, when you saw she was at a hotel. hotel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell the truth. That's what you thought. And I yeah, probably... my head. Mr. Anderson, me to you, you're not going to stop this journey. This is who she is. This is who she's going to be. Yes. It's healthier for her. And um, there's no doctor in the world that's going to tell her to go back. Right, yes. So the next, the biggest thing for her to now work on is why she gained the weight in the beginning so that she makes sure she doesn't make those mistakes that's again. That's right. So that's a journey. She's going to be going on this. And I'm going to tell you from a very blunt perspective, you're either going to get on the train or you're going to get left at the station. That's right. I don't know how else I can put it for you. Yes, ma'am. I- I'm afraid. I'm afraid that if I if I decide to do that, I'm afraid that he may do something crazy like hide my wig, Your Honor. Hide your wig? Your Honor, I had this nice frontal wig 
30 inch. Oh it was looking God. good. I was ready to slay it and put it on and go out with my friends. When I tell you I got dressed and I went to the bathroom to look for my wig and I know <laughs> I placed it on the counter. He's laughing because he knows it's true. I placed the wig on the counter and when I came back in to get ready to put my wig on, I couldn't find it. Oh and so God. it was to the point where I looked for my wig almost 30 minutes and I just got frustrated and I just sat down on the bed. I'm like, you know what? I'm not even going out. I don't know what I put my wig. Days afterwards, he found it funny to go ahead and tell me, well, you know, babe, I hit your wig. I didn't want you to go out. Wait, 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 wait. See, wait. that's what I'm talking about, obsessive On behalf of wig wearing sisters everywhere. Why are you touching the sister's hair? Because he want me to be natural. Wait a minute. I like the natural hair. <laughs> Dude. Very. Let me tell you something, Mr. Anderson. You came probably to the wrong courtroom this week because you got the <laughs> weight loss surgery, success, heart disease survivor, wig wearing that's sister right. that's the judge today. That's right. And you don't touch a woman's wig. Hair is an accessory, sir. You change it with your mood. And let me tell you something else about people. People change, in theory, every seven years. Yes. It's like shedding an old skin. It's called growth. Yes. All right, that's why you go back to school. You get new skill set. That's why you decide you might want to change a job. Those are the things that mature people do. They change, okay? And then, hopefully, you feel like you're your authentic self. Right. I'm telling you, Ms. Pinkins is starting to feel like her authentic self. It's a journey, Mr. Anderson, and I will say this to you from the heart. You either get on the train or you will be left at the station standing there by yourself with your greens and your macaroni and cheese and your fried chicken. But before chicken. I get up on the train, can we just get up on the same page or something? You're not going <laughs> to get on the same page unless you understand that her health is more important than anything. Correct. And I'm going to tell you something. She who has health has hope. Yes. And she who has hope has everything she needs and if you can't be there for her, you need to find somebody who will. But I do love you, though, and I appreciate you, you know. I love you, too. Maybe I don't love the collard greens and the neck bones and well, cornbread and stuff. to me what you want me to cook for you. Okay. Well, maybe, you, maybe you're right. A woman on a weight loss journey, I mean, obviously, I'm going to cheer her on. Right, right. But a wig-wearing fly woman on a weight you loss know, journey? You know what? I, I mean, I, I have male friends that, that their wives or girlfriends have gone through the same journey. Mm -hmm. Stop with the insecurity. Root her on. That's your woman. He should be walking around like Big Willie, like that's my boo right there. Let me tell you, when you were preaching to the girl, I was waiting for the fan to turn on and see your locks moving. <laughs> <laughs> you know, mess with a woman's wig. <laughs>